This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. There are so many things as humans that we don't really understand. There are mystic, magical, faded things, as well as otherworldly realms that we just can't comprehend unless it's through the journey of our own soul. I'm your host, Steffi, aka The Spirit Sis. I'm a psychic medium, astrologer, and intuition teacher, and I'm here to take you on an exploration of all things spiritual. I'm going to connect to source, give you divine downloads, and I want to keep you in the spirit loop. So here is the Psychic Scoop. Hi friends, warm welcome back to Psychic Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Steffi, Spirit Sis, different aliases there, go by whatever one you're feeling today, tomato, tomato. Hope you are doing fantastically. I am coming to you today with a, I guess it's kind of a collective message. Spirit has been a little silent for a minute on what topics I should bring to the podcast. So I just honor the call and I listen to my intuition. And when Spirit isn't telling me anything about the podcast, I just take a step back. So if there's like a week I'm taking off, it's usually because I'm probably just regenerating my energy and clearing out my emotional space to make room for spirit, make room for you, my lovely listeners, and to make room for me. (laughs) I'm important too, right? So anyway, they brought up this topic to me in a meditation about maybe like four or five days ago. And it's funny because I have had a few conversations with some friends. And this topic got brought up naturally by the friend, not me. And of course, that's my sign from spirit. Okay, well, you know, I'm just responding to stimuli that you're putting repeatedly in front of me. So I'm bringing this to the podcast. It's going to be just a quick little episode, kind of a channeled message. I haven't really thought about what I wanted to say about it. But it's something that I think we all can relate to. And I'm talking about breakups. But I'm talking about a few different types of breakups or separation or basically a severing of a connection. And I think the reason this is so timely right now is because of the holidays, where these separations feel a little more tender to us and we feel a little more vulnerable, especially if we've made these bold choices to separate from you know, toxicity, we might feel guilty for doing that or we might feel absence in some way without that person around during the holidays. So that's why this is a timely episode. And I also want to bring up you know, important parts of grieving because that happens when you separate from any connection that was once meaningful to you. So wherever you find yourself, if it's in any of these categories, I hope that you can hold space for yourself and hold space for the other person, regardless of how it ended. Even if like that person isn't your favorite person, there still was some kind of karmic loop that that really connected you two together. I don't know. Let's talk, let's talk first about the romantic breakup, because I think all of us have gone through something that was really heartbreaking. You know, even if you saw it coming from a mile away, 
day. It's still like just the time and investment that you have in a romantic relationship and sharing intimacy is also uh, going to change things quite a bit. These types of relationships when they end can feel really alarming because you almost feel like a piece of your soul is missing or a piece of your heart is missing. Obviously, that's why you call it being heartbroken. True love is never lost. It's it's felt, it's captured, and it never ceases to exist. That sounds so corny, but it's true. When you love someone and you deeply love them and cherish them, regardless of how things went down in that relationship, you still have a reverence and a respect for that person. If you're dating still and if you're single or if you went through a divorce or three times divorced, who cares? No matter what, you're still getting closer to the love that you deserve and the love that you want through the breakup, even though it is emotionally jarring. So not that I'm some like breakup guru or anything. I mean, I've definitely gone through a lot of very hard relationships. I've had a lot of narcissistic, abusive relationships, and that's been really stressful. But at the same time, you know, even though I do not have any contact with those people in my life, actually any exes in my life, because I believe in a really clean break, that's maybe that's just the cancer in me, or maybe that's just how I deal with, well, listen, I mean, when I give people plenty of chances in the relationship (laughs) and there's really no excuse. But regardless, there is a reason why I kept on choosing these patterns and these cyclical uh, relationships with these men. And it's because I needed to learn my own self-worth. So, you know, what's the common theme? What's the common denominator of what you have felt in relationships? And maybe you're a serial monogamous. Maybe you found love in a lot of different people in a lot of different relationships. But what was the one that felt super meaningful? And for me, love means peace in any type of relationships. It's peace, period. It's not the up and down. It's not the feeling of insecurity or feeling like, anxious or nervous around that person. And that's why I think this is a great leeway into familial breakups. So this one is a little more difficult because family, they say, you know, blood is thicker than water. And I have always kind of heard that my entire life. So I assumed family was this like all-forgiving, all-encompassing, beautiful healing place that no matter where you are no ma- in life or however you show up, that family is going to accept you and love you as you are. I think that's the case in a lot of families, but I also think that is not the case. And so the it's pretty damaging to say, you know, forgive and forget or blood is thicker than water if you came from a dysfunctional family relationship. Now, you know, there are different ways to break up with a family member, or you can just have very strong boundaries with a family member. But regardless, you have to do what's best for your mental health, period, period. You are the person that has to live in your body. You are your own soul. And there is a strong possibility that by you taking a break from a family member, if it's a parent or if it is a cousin, a sister, or someone that you were maybe once 
close with. If you're taking a break from them, there's a karmic lesson in that for them as well. But what I will say is there is a good way to exercise boundaries with family if they're too pushy, if you feel like they're dependent on you or like there's a codependency thing there, or if they're mean, if they bully you, if they treat you in a certain way. There's ways that you can say, hey, like I'm an adult now and that's not how I should be treated. Family breakups are very hard, but sometimes they're very, very necessary. And sometimes taking a step away, taking a breath and taking a moment in your own aura, in your own life, and really separating from who your family wanted you to be is necessary for you to thrive. Trauma is generational. You might even be feeling these certain um, ways because it has been inbred in you subconsciously. Maybe your grandmother felt it and then your mom felt it from your grandmother and then you're feeling it from your grandmother and your mom and all of the people before her that kind of always told you you weren't good enough or, oh, we can't make money in this family. We have to A, B, C, D. You know what I mean? So there are times where I even have tried to disassociate from my family just because the word we was used quite a bit. And personally, I don't feel like a we because I feel like my needs were always just gaslit or I was victim shamed or people didn't understand who I was in my family, my emotional needs and my sensitivities. That's okay. That has nothing to do with me. And you know what? Sometimes it doesn't even have anything to do with them. It has to do with how they were conditioned or raised as well. So there's a level of awareness that I think breaking up familially will happen within time. And again, you know, if you feel like it's too hard to separate from your family, just give it time and see, you know, when everyone can come back together, if if boundaries are being respected and if people are truly loving you and seeing you and accepting you as you are without any type of expectation or weight on what they want out of you, then I think that's a great place to start. And let's talk about friendship breakups and separations. That sometimes hurts more than anything else in the world. Breaking up with a friend. I say breakup, and sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's a slow fade. Sometimes it's a long-distance relationship. Sometimes it is like a big fight or a blowout that makes you think, whoa, like what just happened? If indeed you feel anxious around someone who is a friend or your phone is getting blown up five, six times a day when you're at work or you're not able to answer your friend right away, or maybe a friend is pushy and shows up at your house or goes through your wardrobe, or maybe there's a friend that is really distant and doesn't check in a lot and you feel like you're always the one reaching out. All of those examples are things that have happened to me. <laughs> That's why there are times in your life where you're not going to be able to be as readily available to a friend because you have your own stuff going on. Or there's going to be times where you feel like you give and give and give to a friend and you don't feel like they're giving enough in return. But the biggest thing here, shocker again, is communicating your needs. And sometimes I think with friends, because there is such like a sacred bond, you don't want to ruffle feathers with friends. You don't want to say 
anything that you feel like is going to cause a rift because conflict feels very uncomfortable. There could be times where you both just need a little short break from each other. I'm talking a day or two or a week and it's not even like a big deal. It's just taking time to live your own lives and then reconnect. And something that I found in friendships throughout many, many, many years is, you know, there are people that come in for a season, a reason or a lifetime. And especially if you are friends with someone since elementary school and you are both in your 40s now, I mean, think about how much evolution happens in your life, not just your Saturn return, which is a big moment for friendships, but also like growing as a human being and learning your own lessons and having having a job and a family of your own or just truly understanding your purpose in this lifetime, sometimes those interests just don't align anymore. And that is not a bad thing. Sometimes maybe it's very common, like in your early 20s, you partied a lot or you drank a lot. And maybe when you hit 30, you're really into tea. That's kind of what my journey's been, right? Um, Maybe you don't have the interests that you used to and the friends still do. That's not right or wrong. It's just different hobbies. And sometimes you can still keep friendships maybe at a surface level or sometimes you can check back in with those people even if you're at different stages of your lives. And those can be really cordial, amazing relationships to have your whole life. Or sometimes you might just crave things deeper. So that's when you might just find yourself a little more aligned with people who are like-minded in whatever you are doing in your life. So I started to compartmentalize my conversations and compartmentalize my friends in a way. So if I had a spiritual friend I would talk to always about like astrology or human design, I have one friend I go to to talk about my relationships. I have one friend I go to to talk about career, right? So I started to almost like space out who I talk to and how. And then I started to develop really, really strong relationships because I wasn't putting so much pressure on this one friendship. And I'm very lucky because I am someone I consider I have 10 best friends. And I really mean that. They are my best friends. Also, it's really funny just to brag about how amazing my friends are (laughs) and how much value I get in my friends. I have a friend in every single human design type in my like best friend circle. I have a reflector. I have four projectors. I have three generators and I have one manifester. Oh, I guess I'm missing a man gen, <laughs> which is funny. I guess I'm enough man gen for the whole circle. Funny. I actually used to date a ton of man gens. So now I'm dating a generator. All right. I must like that sacral romance. Anyway, back to the friend thing. You know, I think when you're grieving a friendship or it breaks up, it can be really debilitating sometimes more so than a romantic relationship because there's a lot more history there. You guys have gone through a ton together and you probably have grown together in some sort of way. And history does bind you. And sometimes history can also make you stay too long in a relationship that's not necessarily healthy. And I am not proud of some of the ways that my friendships have ended. I think that I lacked a lot of emotional maturity to have a conversation. And conflict and confrontation in general, is it's very intimidating, especially if you have not put up boundaries or have not stated your needs emotionally to this friend. There are times where I have just honestly ghosted friends, just kind of pieced out of the friendship because I had built up so much resentment 
and pain that I wasn't able to fully comprehend that the relationship was over. So instead of me admitting it was over or hurting their feelings, I just dipped out. I did that a lot. And I think it goes back to me not really honoring my feelings and communicating them in in a loving way to that friend when I was feeling it because I didn't want to start an argument or a fight. And I think a lot of empaths feel this way, right? Like I would rather not say something to dig into someone's self-esteem or hurt someone. I would much rather just like take it on myself and just work it out in my own emotional state. But that's not healthy in any way. So that's why I kind of wanted to talk about this because I've been there and I truly believe that your true loving friends are going to rock and support you no matter what you say or do. Even the parts of you that are gritty and dirty and quote unquote unlovable. Well, it's funny that that's actually the most loving thing someone can do is show up for you when you are being vulnerable in those positions. And sometimes, you know, you don't need that big conversation, right? Sometimes you don't need to say, I don't want to be your friend anymore, because that sounds petty. But at the same time, dipping out and not having a conversation is not necessarily a healthy thing to do as well. But I guess the good thing is not to harbor any like ill feelings towards this person even if they screwed you over or did whatever, at the end of the day, you know, they're on their journey and you're on yours. And if you're truly meant to have a soul connection in this lifetime that's meant to be karmically healed, you'll find a way back. But if anybody in any relationship causes anxiety, stress, feelings of insecurity, feeling like you can't be yourself, which is very important. If you're feeling like you're filtering who you are to appease this person, that's definitely not someone that has your best interest in mind. And this goes for family and romantic relationships as well. You have to be yourself and that will attract the right relationships and the right people and the right connections into your circle. So I think sometimes when we close out the end of the year, you think about the people you've met, you think about relationships you formed or didn't form. And what's really funny is that uh, New Year's Eve song just came to my mind. Let all acquaintance be forgot. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought that was kind of dark. Definitely listen to the podcast I did about soulmates and soul connections because it is probable that every single person you've had a close friendship with that they are a part of your soul group. But regardless, I think there are really beautiful lessons in breakups and separations from people. And I think one of the best things you can do is forgive yourself. Also a loving reminder that the block button is for you. Unfollowing someone is for you. Not responding to a text or turning off the notifications on a group chat is for you. I know sometimes it might feel malicious from the other person's end if you block them or unfollow up, especially if it's like a family member or something like that or a friend, but you have to do what's best for your mental health. And if seeing your family on social media during the holidays is triggering for you, if you are separated, I highly recommend that. If you are listening to this, 
you are my friend. (laughs) And you are someone I really cherish in this community. Thank you so much for coming on this collective message journey. I never know what's going to come out of me or who it is meant for. But I appreciate you holding space for yourself. And I appreciate you showing up and listening. So I'm actually going to take a nice long break from podcasting in December. Just give myself some time to refresh and recoup. And I will be back in 2022, guns ablazing, ready to roll. Also, I wanted to remind you that I will be having a Black Friday and Small Business Saturday sale, and that's going to be starting on Friday and Saturday, November 26th and 27th. I'm going to be giving $55 off of my intuition course. Use the promo code HOLIDAY at checkout. 48-hour only sale, so you want to rush to get it. It can help as many people as possible, and that is the goal here, to reconnect to our source and spirit. And also, I launched the December transit calendar. This is going to be a doozy December. We have Venus retrograde, we have Neptune going direct, we have an eclipse, and we also have a big, big transit, Jupiter moving into Pisces. So if you want to hop on board with that, it's a five-page PDF that includes transits and then affirmations for the transits, as well as channeled horoscopes for your sun rising and moon sign. And I also did a journal prompt for your sun sign for the Jupiter and Pisces transit. Lots of good info on there. You can find all those deals on my Instagram at spirit underscore sis, or you can sign up for my free newsletter on my website, spiritsis.com. Maybe once a month, I'll do a newsletter that has all information. And from time to time, I'll do a tarot card pull or a horoscope transit report, whatever I'm feeling in that moment for my newsletter peeps. Okay. All right. Happy holidays. Take care of yourself. I really, truly mean that. Okay. Take time off social media, rest. And if you need any help for getting through December, check out that transit calendar and check out those deals. Okay. Sending you lots of love and light and sending you a big hug from the ether. (laughs) I love you and I mean it. Bye-bye.